Happy, happy Wednesday and welcome to The Daily with Silstein here on Anchor. On today's show, we're going to just do the regular format, Author's Corner, recommend a book by an indie author. Then I'm going to go into my author news. Then I'm going to speak of Stephen King on writing, a memoir of the craft, and then the wrap-up. I did want to make a note that now you can support the podcast. Um, uh, you, um, You can make a donation also give feedback uh call in uh you can leave a review through itunes or on on anchor uh leave a review of of of, and give good uh feedback of what you think of the podcast and uh, you can support it by either donating 99 cents i think it's 4.99 or 9.99 so the podcast can get supported I appreciate the downloads and all of you tuning in. So thank you, thank you so much. On another note, unfortunately, the interview with James Matthew Byers, author, The Dark Bard from Stitch Mount Publication, author, poet, editor, everything, teacher, educator, will have to be postponed till next week. He had a family uh, thing to take care of and he himself wasn't feeling well. So um, I wish you nothing but uh, I hope everyone gets well, James your children as well as you and uh, I hope to see you hopefully soon and we wish you nothing but positive vibes and prayers and hope you get better soon so you can be here on our show. So shout out to him. Now we're going to begin with the author's uh, corner which is also slash uh, books you recommend. I'm going to stick again uh, with the indie author and I'm going to recommend an author that I got to meet through the Great Lakes Book Bash last year uh, when I got to go to Kalamazoo, Michigan. Shout out to all the authors and and, and contributors and anyone that participated, uh, the helpers and er- everyone that was there that we got to meet. They were wonderful, especially Rachel Brownell who, who uh, coordinated the event with all the wonderful, amazing authors. And one author that stood out that I got to meet uh, is Heather Mullins. I wanted you to uh, hopefully go out and check out her books she, she is a crime thriller fiction writer. She writes also, she has romance in her books. It, uh, they're called The Baldoni Files. So be sure to check out uh, Heather Mullins. If you don't not know about Heather Mullins, please go ahead and check her out. Um, she's on Amazon. I believe she has other platforms where her books are available. But a little bit about Heather Mullins. A shout out to her. Uh, she has always loved to read and has been writing poems and stories since childhood. And she truly enjoys doing so much with other indie authors and fully supports the outstanding community. She uses her, her outgoing, opinionated personality to help write and run multiple blogs. Heather is a full-time student, uh, student working to get her bachelor's in human services, specializing in substance abuse counseling. She's an Air Force veteran and enjoyed fighting for her country. Heather supports many different groups that help out other veterans, so that's amazing. Um, and I don't I don't mean to put you on the spot, Heather, but I wanted to give you an author kind of spotlight and also speak about your books. She's a mother of three wonderfully crazy kids and has been married for 13 years. I'm going by the editorial review on Amazon. And when she isn't playing taxi, she is living vicariously through the lives of characters in any number of books. So shout out to Heather Mullins, um, and I hope to have her on my podcast one day. And please check out her books. 
And that was the author corner slash books I recommend and author spotlight all in one. And uh, so thank you very much. And we'll be right back with The Daily with Silstein here on Anchor. Happy, happy Wednesday. Now it's time for my author news on The Daily with Silstein here on Anchor. All right, I wanted to make it a little bit dramatic there with that voice. Um, but anyway, um, for my author news, what I have worked, what I've been working on is my newest thriller, which will be out next year. You've seen the cover. Um, shout out to Michael Dangerman, which I hope I can have on the show as well, because I want him to speak about the artist part of, of, of his creativity and his work. And I, I do believe that on the Daily Whistlestein, we can have insight to that and have him, you know, uh, speak about his art. I had him on my other podcast and I hope to have him on the Daily Whistlestein soon. And I'll, I'll let you know when I can do that. But um, as I said before, I'm getting all sidetracked here. Uh, Battered Mind is my newest uh, thriller that should be out hopefully April of 2019. And I've been working on it. And hopefully get it perfected so that way I can share some ex- excerpts with you guys as we go um, about the novel. And then hopefully get the arcs ready to go, hopefully by January or February. And that way by April, it's ready to go. So we'll, we'll be working on that. And you'll learn more about my the character, hopefully on my blogs and, and get them updated so you all can see what I've been working on and uh, I can't wait to share this book with you guys. I'm also, you know, looking into possible uh, ways of traditional publishing. I haven't done it yet, but that's the, that's where I'm, I'm thinking of heading and I may do a show about literary, uh, you know, the, uh, when you write your query letters and uh, when, when you, you try to book an agent, maybe try to get people that I can speak about on this, whether traditional and indie and, and what, what are the pros? What are the cons? I, I'm also working on that as an author to try to do. Um, and then also work with the coffee house writers, which shout out to them, uh, which is a group that I work with that are amazing. Uh, starting with our, you know, our, our, uh, captains and co-captains and everyone, the staff and everyone, their editors, Jess Knopple, Caitlin Haynes, um, Alexandra Pallet, um, and all the editors, wonderful editors that we have. We have so many, so many amazing people that work with us. And I don't mean to leave anyone out and, and writers, and they're all just wonderful. So I hope to have them all here. I work with a, a great group of people, um, and they're wonderful. And hopefully I'll get them to speak about their books and things that are coming up and uh, especially the editors. I know Jess Knoppel is working on that for us and uh, we want to go ahead and and have them speak about editing whenever they can. They've been on my other podcast. I hope to have them again and I'll set all that up and hopefully they'll be able to come and give their insight. And I, I want to say to the all the Coffeehouse Writers community, editors, writers, team advertisers, my team that I work with, Keely and Caitlin and, um, and Tracy Hicks and 
Jess Knoppel and all the one and Alexander Pallet and um, I, I can't think of everybody. Christopher Barlett and uh, so many people in the poetry department. Emily, shout out to you. Um, and it's it's just there's so many wonderful people that uh, that you get to work with that that help you and you're able to, um, to you know to to do so much. So shout out to all of them. And I don't mean to leave anyone out. So don't feel like I left you out. And, I, you know, to all the former people that used to work there, Luke Savage, Luther Savage, and all the wonderful people that are there now. So hopefully we'll get to uh, create a group to come and work with us on our show and have more authors come, indie as well as traditional and artists like Michael Dangerman. Or, or if you feel like you have something to say about your poetry or anthologies, I know there's some wonderful indie authors that are have now taken out anthologies. You're welcome to the show. Hopefully you'll come and share your work as well. But like I said, that's what I've been working on as an author. My book, trying to create more podcasts and just trying to get more, more people involved in the podcast um, to come to the show and speak about editing, uh, especially using the book by Amy Peters, The Writer's Devotional. I learned a lot about the editing process and the writing process and the different things that help us. And speak about National Novel Month. For those that are participating now, I would love to have you on the show to come and share your experience of if it was your first year, your second year, third year, fourth year, fifth year, you know, however many years you've been doing it, come talk to us. So hopefully and all of that, and I'll have more news as I go. But this was my author news and also slash uh, what shows to come. So uh, we'll be right back with the writing tips section of the show, which is on Stephen King on writing. We'll be back on the Daily with Silstein. Happy Wednesday. Welcome to the Daily with Sil Stein here on Anchor. And now we're back with the writing tips section of our of our podcast with the Daily with Sil Stein on Anchor using the book by Stephen King on writing. Now, we had talked a lot about on writing and what his thoughts were about writing. And if I repeat certain sections, I do apologize, but I want to make sure that uh, everyone gets as much as you can out of the Stephen King on Writing book. If you have not purchased it, it is called Stephen King on Writing, A Memoir of the Craft, and it is a wonderful, wonderful book. Here we go to page, we're going to start here with page 224, and I'm going to go into where he says, as a reader, I'm a lot more interested in what's going to happen than what already did. Yes, there are brilliant novels that run counter to this preference. Or maybe it's a prejudice. Rebecca by Daphne Demure, for one. A Dark Adapted Eye by Barbara Vine, for another. But I like to start at square one. Dead even with the writer. I'm on A to Z, man. Serve me the appetizer first and give me dessert if I eat my veggies. That's what he says. Even when you tell your story in this straightforward manner you'll discover you can escape at least some backstory 
In a very real sense, every life is in medias res. You introduce a 40-year-old man as your main character on page one of your novel. And if the action begins as a result of some brand new person or situations exploding onto the stage of this fellow's life, a road accident, let's say, or doing a favor for a beautiful woman who keeps looking sexily back over her shoulder, uh, it says, did you note the awful adverb in the sentence, which I could not bring myself to kill? Yeah, the sec- I guess he means when he says sexily back. You'll still have to deal with the first 40 years of the guy's life at some point. How much and how well you deal with those years will have a lot to do with the level of success your story achieves. With whatever readers think of it as a good read or a big fat bore. Probably J.K. Rowling, author of the Harry Potter stories, is the current champ when it comes to backstory. Backstory. You could do worse than read these, noting how effortlessly each new book recaps what has gone before. Also, the Harry Potter novels are just fun. Pure story from beginning to end. Your ideal reader can be of tremendous help when it comes to figuring out how well you did with the backstory and how much you list you should and how much you should add or subtract on your next draft. You need to listen very carefully to the things um, the, the, the things you don't understand. And then ask yourself if you understand them. If you do and just didn't put those your I'm sorry you need to listen to very carefully to that the things your ideal reader didn't understand and then ask yourself if you understand them you do and just didn't put those parts across your job on the second draft is to clarify you don't if the parts of the backstory your ideal reader queried are hazy to you as well then you need to think a lot more carefully about the past events that cast a light on your character's present behavior. And we'll be right back with more on writing tips section of the Daily with Silstein here on Anchor, using the book by Stephen King on writing, A Memoir of the Craft. And now we're back to the daily with Silstein here on Anchor. More on writing tips with, we're on the segment of writing tips using the book by Stephen King on writing a memoir of the craft. So we left off where he says, on page 225, if you do and just didn't put those parts across your job on the second draft is to clarify if you don't, if the parts of the backstory your ideal reader queried are hazy to you as well, then you need to think a lot more carefully about the past events that cast a light on the character's present behavior. And he also, he goes on to say on 226, you also need to pay close attention to those things in the backstory that bored your ideal reader. In Bag of Bones, for instance, for instance main character Mike Noonan is a 40-ish writer who as the book opens, has just lost his wife to a brain aneurysm. We start on the day of her death, but there's still a a hell of a lot of backstory here, much more than I usually have in my fiction. This includes Mike's first job 
as a newspaper reporter, the sale of his first novel, his relationships with his late wife's sprawling family, his publishing history, and especially the matter of their summer home in Western Maine, how they come came to buy it and some of its pre-Mike and Joanna history. Tabitha, my ideal reader, read all this with apparent enjoyment. But there was also a two or three page section about Mike's community service work in the year after his wife dies, a year in which his grief is magnified by a severe case of writer's block. Tabby didn't like the community service stuff. Who cares, she asked me. I want to know more about his bad dreams, not how he ran for city council in order to help get the homeless alcoholics off the street. Yeah, but he's got writer's block, I said. When a novelist is challenged on something he likes, one of his darlings, the first two words, one of his darlings, the first two words out of his mouth are almost always, yeah, but this block goes on for a year, maybe more. He has to do something in all that time, doesn't he? I guess so, Tabby says, but you don't have to bore me with it, do you? Ouch, game, set, and match. Like most good ideal readers, Tabby can be ruthless when she's right. I cut down Mike's charitable contributions and community functions from two pages to two paragraphs. Turned out that Tabby was right. Soon as I saw it in print, I knew three million, three million people or so have read Bag of Bones. I've gotten at least 4,000 letters concerning it, and so far not a single one has said, Hey Turkey, what was Mike doing for, communi- for community service work during the year he couldn't write? The most important things to remember about Backstory are that everyone has has a history and most of us and most of it isn't very interesting stick to the parts that are that are and don't get carried away with the rest long life stories are best received in bars and only then an hour or so before closing time and if you are and if you are buying so in that retrospect you got to remember that because i as an editor i've done editing work for other authors and i have said you know when they go into a a type of scene with the characters and there's uh like for example a husband and wife feuding or or a person quarreling with a child or 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 with a teenager or something something that's dramatic that they're having a discussion a family like when you're let's just say uh, if you're in a in a family and people are quarreling and, 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 and these people aren't getting along, but you never mentioned it in the book. It would be good to mention it just as a backstory. But like Stephen King said, uh, Stephen King says, he didn't say, you know, to go into every little part of that character. Maybe go uh, in my, in my, you know, this is from my opinion, go into a flashback about what happened, what rip, what caused that rip between that relative and the other, say cousins or brothers or or spouses or exes. What was the you know, what was the backstory to that? But make sure to make it relevant to the story you're trying to tell your ideal reader. Like T- Tabitha was one that uh told him and it turned out that it was a good one. So remember that on that on that segment. Um so, and that's just my own my own two cents to what he what he was adding to what he said on his book. And we'll be right back with Stephen with uh, more writing tips on Stephen King on writing a memoir of the crap here on the Daily with Sil Stein here on Anchor.
And welcome back to The Daily here on Anchor. We're going to do the last segment of the writing tips section on The Daily with Soul Start on Anchor using the book by Stephen King on writing a memoir of the craft. And now he says, on page 227, we need to talk a bit about research, which is a specialized kind of backstory. And please, if you do not need to research because parts of your story deal with things about which you know little or nothing or little or nothing remember that remember that word back that's where research belongs as far in the background and the backstory as you can get it you may be in trance with what you're learning about flesh eating bacteria the sewer system of new york or the iq potential of collie pups but your readers are probably going to care a lot more about your characters and your story he says And uh, he continues, exceptions to the rule. Sure, aren't there always? There have been very successful writers. Arthur Haley and James Michener are the first ones that come to my mind. Excuse me. Whose novels really rely, sorry, whose novels rely heavily on fact and research. Haley's are barely, uh, sorry, are barely disguised manuals about how things work. Banks, airports, hotels, and missioners are combination travel logs, geography lessons, and history texts. Other popular writers like Tom Clancy and Patricia Cornwell are more story-oriented, but still deliver large and sometimes hard-to-digest dollops of factual information along with a melodrama, he says. I sometimes think, he continues, that these writers appeal to a large segment of the reading population who feel that fiction is somehow immoral, a low taste which can only be justified justified by saying, well, um, yes, I do read. Fill in name, fill in author's name here, but only on airplanes and in hotel rooms that don't have CNN. Also, I learned a great deal about fill in appropriate subject here. For every successful writer, he says, of the factoid type, however, there are hundreds perhaps even a thousand wannabes. Some publish, most not. On the whole, I think story belongs in front, but some research is inevitable. You shirk it at your peril. So I'm going to stop here and and then start on the examples of that. We left off on page 228, and we'll be right back with uh, the wrap-up of today's show. And and again, thank you for being here on The Daily with Syl Stein here on Anchor. We're now on the segment called Writing Tips, using the book Stephen King on Writing, a Memoir of the Craft. And we'll be right back. And now it's time for the wrap-up here on the daily with Silstein here on Anchor. Happy, happy Wednesday. Thank you so much for being here. So for today, to recap on the wrap-up of the show, we started with the author's corner, books we recommend, and slash author spotlight. I focused on indie author Heather Mullins. I hope you'll check out her books. I gave you the names of a few of them. Just check her out on, I believe she's on Amazon and probably Barnes & Noble. 
and all the other, you know, look up indie author Heather Mullins. And her books are, as I said, uh, she has a few. And among those is Chasing Liberty. And it talks about the Baldoni files. So make sure to check out her books. And um, on the next segment, I discuss my author news. And I talked about my newest thriller coming out next year, April of 2019. And I hope to have it ready for you go, uh, you guys and all my readers called Battered Mind. So hopefully I'll share more excerpts with you guys. And I hope that you all enjoy what you, you know, what you read with the thriller. I hope that you check it out and check out my books, Chasing Clarity, Closure, The Diary of the Broken Father, Leave a Review, and also Battered Mind coming up soon. And I'm also working on uh, new uh, like shows for the podcast whether it's editors on editing, I mentioned the coffee house writers because I love their process, all the staff and everybody there. New authors that want to share their insight, artists like Michael Dangerman, that uh, of course he's the cover for Battered Mind. If you've seen it on my pages, is amazing. Uh, you know, talk about his art and his work and creativity, and sharing about editing and writing tips and what else you have to offer. And, um, you know, keeping up with the writer's devotional, which was a book we used a lot here on the Daily Whistlestein on Anchor and the the way that she talked about editing and writing and the different processes. So we kind of went into, you know, author news, um, dealing with my, the books coming up that what I've been working on and also the podcast. So more of uh, my own news, uh, author news, but my news. So hopefully you'll you like what we we were working on, and if uh, make sure to give me some feedback for the podcast of the Daily with Solstein on Anchor. Um, if you want to call in or just uh, you know leave me an email, sillwriter07 at gmail dot com. That's sill s y l w r i t e r zero seven at gmail dot com, and I'll be so glad to hear from you. Also, well wishes to James Matthew Byers. Hope to have you here soon, author, uh, editor, poet, uh, Dark Bard from Stitch Mile Publications. We hope that you get well. I hope your children are well. As well. I know they were sick, so I'm hoping and praying that everyone gets well soon. So we hope to see you here, James Matthew Byers. And last but not least, we discuss the continued on writing tips with the book by Stephen King on writing, A Memoir of the Craft. And he today we talked about the backstory and now and we're talking about research and we're going to go more into that in depth on my next segment of the show. Hopefully I'll be able to do one, if not tomorrow, for sure by next week. And then, of course, resume the interview with James Matthew Byers. So thank you so, so much for uh, listening and tuning in to the Daily with Solstein on Anchor. I hope you will support the podcast. Also, leave feedback. Uh, listen to us here on Anchor, the Daily Whistle Stein. Also, on uh, you could also check us out on iTunes uh, um, through uh, iTunes, Google Play, and there are many other platforms. Check them out on Anchor for the Daily Whistle Stein. Thank you so so much, and have a very happy happy Wednesday. And I really hope you went out to vote. Um, I know that, you know, changes are coming. Um, I was so glad that we were able to go. And I wish everyone a very happy, happy Wednesday. Thank you again for joining us on The Daily with Silstein. Have a great one.